Monday. Friday. Fun Friday? Fun Friday. We should have a blast. So Mike Pence, the unacceptable Christian, how dare you? And what uh, what would your liberal roommate do if he wakes up and sees you watching Ben Shapiro? What should he do? Smack you in the back of the head? And the tyranny of big government during the bank hearing this week. You you simply will not believe this. It's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy Friday afternoon. But I, I have to say, these temperatures, this this weather, let it rain if it needs to rain. I love this time of year. Who doesn't? I love the probably liberal. The temperatures, like. the temperatures out there, are incredible. It's going down to the 60s tonight. People better wrap up. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. In in the winter time, you get a day that's. Well, like sure. 58 degrees and people are walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. True. And then in the spring, like this weather, we run this weather for a week and then it goes down to 50s and they're all wrapped up Turn in jackets. Turn the heat on. Yeah, right, yeah. I understand. It's, it's, just uh, a, it's just the way it works sometimes. I guess it's what you get used to, but I always thought that was kind of strange. All right, we are up and running. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. And Facebook Live, you want to watch the video there, 454 454- 1366 phone lines are open. Coming up at four, what would a liberal NASCAR race look like? (laughs) Now, we're going to discuss this. I don't know how the left, I don't think the left likes NASCAR. If you go to a NASCAR race, do you run anybody who is a big big leftist puke? You probably don't run into them at the NASCAR race. It's doubtful. It's doubtful. Now they uh, have made their list of things they don't like about NASCAR, and uh, what would it look like if they were in charge? We'll discuss that at four. And at five... How could you how could you mock September 11th? A congressman has done that and you won't believe the uh the hate um the hate crime hearing that went on at Capitol Hill. You just there, there's so many things happening. Uh, this is the most jam-packed show we've had in a long time and uh it, it's going to get crazy. You don't want to miss a second of it. You all right? How's that? I would like it to be muted and shut off, please. Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, 454-1366. The hearing happened this week on the bank, uh, the big banks. The House Financial Services Committee asked seven of the largest banks to come see them. Now, there is, there's a reason we call this place, this far-off place, surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens. We call it evil. This is where, where people who are smarter than you, you surfing peasant, you cute little thing, trying to have freedom. These people know better than you. They will treat free people, free companies, as, as if they're their subjects. And the Democrats run the Financial Service com- uh, Committee now. Maxine Waters is the chairman of that's, the Financial Service Committee. That's scary in itself. But w- what were the banks called into Washington for? Just to be... Mocked. Brow beaten, mocked, fingers poked in their eyes to show the bankers the level of stupidity we have in elected officials today, maybe? Well, remember who's hated easy. The left hates freedom, free markets, capitalism. They hate big banks. They hate them. And it's easy to bring them up there and say, but for what? I mean, if 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 you own some McDonald's stores and they get mad at the hamburger chain, they're going to bring the... The McDonald's they folks would. up there and the Burger King folks and you know say, tell me about your specials. I mean, what are they going to bring them up there for? 
You know, customers typically decide which companies they want to work with. Exactly. They decide who they not want to Democrats, deal with. The Democrats not don't decide that. The government doesn't send you a letter say you have to deal with right. this bank. Thank God. That might for come. the next six months. And oh, by the way, if you want a hamburger, this is where you go. It's not done that way. They've got no, I, I still don't understand how they have any power or authority to have seven bank CEOs in exactly. their authority. But now, one thing they are, they are showing to the American people just how stupid our elected officials are. I mean, and if you're, you're voting for these people, you need to, to listen to this because... <laughs> blow your mind. It's, it's unbelievable. You're, you know, don't admit to anyone you voted for them. Here, don't, don't go around saying, I put that one in office. I helped. Well, they did. If you voted for Abigail Spanberger, you put the Democrats in charge of the House Financial Services Committee with Maxine Waters as the chair. That's how Maxine Waters got the chair. Here is, listen to this, folks. Do not, you will not, turn your radio up and listen to this. This is Al Green, Congressman Al Green. His comments on seven CEOs sitting in front of him as he sits on his throne high above, looking down at seven citizens of the United States who are running in private companies. Need to clarify, though, that this is not a parody. This, yes. is, this is real. This we is play a, real a lot of parodies. So this is the real deal. The I would perceive that the seven of you have something in common. You appear to be white men. I may be mistaken. If one among you happens to be something other than a white male, would you kindly extend a hand into the air? Are you absolutely, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's the question. That's why you brought seven citizens of America in front of you to say, are you all white men? Raise your hands if you are. And what does that have to do with anything, Al Green? What does that have to do with anything? If they're all black men, all Asian, what does it matter? Unless you're a leftist identity politics, leftist puke who sees the color of someone's skin, not their character. That's the only people would see this. In in my opinion, these folks are showing... That hey, we're we're racist, and we're here to run the country. And if you don't like it, too bad. What is it? I am absolutely a black man. Ask a question like that. This is the this is the financial services committee. Are you serious? This is a legitimate, real question. Here it is again. The I would perceive that the seven of you have something in common. You might think right then that, wait a minute, maybe he's making a good point here. What do they have in common? They're bankers. They're bankers. They all like ham. They, <laughs> maybe they like, you know, they're wearing a blue suits. I don't know. But what do they have in common, according to Al Green, the you, biggest leftist Democrat in the committee? You appear to be white men. Appear to be. And what a crime that would be. I may be mistaken. If one among you happens to be something other than a white male, would you kindly extend a hand into the air? The result of Democrats running the committee. Here's more. This generally let the record reflect that there are no hands in the air and that the panel is made up of white men. Jeez. This is not a pejorative. You've all sermonized to a certain extent about diversity. Really? Unbelievable. Does anyone have a problem with this? I mean, 454-1366, what do you think about your Democrat congressman 
asking this question of the bankers. Listen, it continues. You won't believe this. If you believe that your likely successor will be a woman or a person of color, how do they even would know? you kindly extend a hand into the air? Again. How would they even know? And what does that have to do with anything going on in banking today? There is a crazy problem in our country, and it's because leftists think somehow the color of your skin determines policy or it determines fairness. It determines something. When we used to want a colorblind society, the first question at the bank, at the bankers, at the financial service committee is about the color of your skin. How dare you? Wait till you hear Maxine Waters. You won't believe the next one. And your phone calls are next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're Congressman Omar from Minnesota. I was born by God. She would hate this song. That's coming up at 5. By the way, Mike Pence, the unacceptable Christian. Which means all Christians unacceptable to left. We'll discuss that coming up. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. Banks, top seven banks in front of the uh, Financial Services Committee, chaired by Maxine Water. The most obnoxious, stupid questions I've ever heard from the elite looking down on you serfs and peasants. They really show their stupidity. You blockhead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walter New Kent, you're on AMA 20. WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thanks a whole lot. Um, I'd like to thank you all for your service to all of us. And well, thank you, First Walter. off, I would like to address the banking issue. I'm not sure which banks these are, but most banks, um, as the big type, are definitely contributors to the DNC. So I look at this as some kind of charade. It's a charade anyway because all this stuff about racism, but they're going to bring America together, you know, and I'm like, boy, you love strife, reparations, start some kind of race war. Right. It's just, it's just thick, the whole thing, the fake Indians. I mean, these people are so fake. You got a fake Mexican running for president. <laughs> fake I mean, you talk about phonies. He got in you know, there first, if though. Had, <laughs> if, we had a, if we had a media that was half decent, these people be run out of town. They don't want sanctuary. They want sanctuary cities, but they don't want the Mexicans sit there to San Francisco. And so, well, no, that's a stunt. You can't send them there. That's I a, thought it was a sanctuary city. That's right. That's so actually anyway, a really that's point. all I got to say. I, I wish you all would look into finding out which banks these are and were they contributors to the DNC. Well, I can tell you the banks. I've got a list of them here, and they uh, they are contributors to, to the uh, to the to the DNC. And you, I think it is a charade. I mean, why would Al Green think the top questions to ask the seven bankers is? I can see you're all white. Raise your hand if you're not. That's the most asinine, stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. Maxine Waters asked the the next stupid thing. She her question to the banks is is just unbelievable considering. Now remember this. This is this is a sitting chairman of the Financial Services Committee in the United States of America. Maxine Waters. She should know the law. The law is that banks aren't doing student loans anymore at all. Here's her question. Thank you. Today there are more than 44 million Americans that owe this is student loan crisis. 1.56 trillion in student loan debt. 
Last month, this committee received testimony that last year, one million student loan borrowers <coughs> defaulted, which is on top of the one million borrowers who defaulted the year before. What are you guys doing to help us with the student loan debt? Even uh, if how about sure. uh, nothing? Well, you the, know, if they had borrowed the money from the banks, they the, the why are the banks? They responsible? still should do nothing. Exactly. Why? Even in the people in the, should be paying back their student loans. In Maxine's world, why isn't why isn't that uh, uh, the, the option? The people take loans themselves to get to go to college. Why is it the bank's fault? The bank was offering a service that the customer chose, and now you're mad at the bank about it. Here, here's the, the bank wasn't out on campus walking around with God. envelopes full of cash, saying, "Sign this envelope, and it's yours." Right. That's, that's not how. How it happens, Maxine. Maxine even pushes. Here we go. Who would like to answer first? Mr. Monahan, <laughs> Big Bang. Uh, we stopped making student loans in 2007 or so. Oh, so you don't do it anymore, Mr. Corbett? We exited student lending in 2009. Mr. Diamond? When the government took over student lending in 2010 or so, we stopped doing all student lending. Uh, thank you. Dumb! Dumb! How dumb can you be, the chairman of the Financial Services Committee? You didn't know this? You are Obviously, sitting on your throne? Obviously, she didn't know that, and she's on top of the hill. You're sitting on your throne, Maxine, as queen, to look down on us serfs and peasants. You have the nerve to lecture seven bank presidents, which, by the way, should stand up and say, goodbye, you are not the king of the country you are a worthless little congressman. To my opinion, these bank CEOs are better than you. But you get to look your nose down at them and scold them over something that you're dead wrong about. You got to be you know, ashamed and embarrassed. That woman, and I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about her looks or anything. But I think we're going to because she she looks so you, <laughs> mean. She looks. She just looks. Well, mean. she hates. She's, she's hate. got her face all she's up intolerant. in a gargoyle-looking thing because of the way she thinks, the way she feels, and the way she addresses people. She's a scowl. Well, here's she's a sea urchin. Or yeah. Well, here's her addressing the oil companies ten years ago. What guarantees are you going to give this liberal about how that will reduce the cost of? Uh, of uh, gasoline at the pump if we let you drill where you say you want to drill. I can guarantee to the American people, because of the inaction of the United States Congress, ever increasing prices unless the demand comes down, and the $5 will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, Oops. Oops. Would be about. Yes. Please tell us. Um, basically <laughs> taking over and the government running all of your companies. Be very fearful of these people. No lie. They are the, kings and queens looking down on she you. She has not changed her mind at all. In all those years. Uh, that's 10 years. It, four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Yeah, I I think I was a thug. (laughs) The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Yeah. Uh Who's the biggest threat to you? 
A bank CEO who can't do anything to you, can't make them buy their products, can't force a loan on you, or Maxine Waters, Al Green, and the other leftists on this committee who have the ability to actually restrict your freedom. Yet they sit there and act like the bank, a private company that you choose to do business with, is the biggest threat to liberty. These people sit on a high throne and look down at you. I've been trying to tell you this forever. This is the Democratic Party. They know better than you. They bring in private citizens and trash them as if they are true kings and queens. Oh, I feel important now. The, exactly. This has got to stop. These seven. That's Maxine Waters. Essentially, you know, it is exactly who she is. She thinks she, she's in control. These, she's going to make some changes. It's going to destroy our very way of life. These seven CEOs of these banks should have got up and walked, and right walked out. out and said, you know what? You have no authority here. You're a stupid little congressman. And you know what? I want to respect congressmen, but they're no different than you and me and Richard and Mark. I mean, we're just, they're normal citizens. What they really should have done is stood up in unison and said, you know, Kiss my pick eye. a speaker, <laughs> essentially, said Mr. Al Green, Miss Maxine Waters, we're 10 times more powerful than you'll ever be. And you've got no authority or no right to bring us here. So right. You have a blessed day and we're gone. Right. You and walked right out of that place. Madison and Jefferson will be appalled by this. But, you know, hey, Maxine Waters has a constituency. Al Green has a constituency. It's, been, it's called leftist a, pukes. It's called ignorant idiots. All right, coming up, Mike Pence. Unacceptable Christianity in America today. Let's discuss it in your phone calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. People call me Spock for a reason. The Circus Clowns of Talk Radio. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Don't you love that song? Just after 3.34, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. City goes left, sometimes it's far left. <laughs> it is Richard Lee. Oh, yeah. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. I have become I, I impassioned, upset, um, concerned about the direction of our country when I see that Mike Pence is the left's greatest target. Not because of his policies. Well, yeah, they, they claim his policies, but, but more than that. Because of his beliefs. Because of his beliefs. And his beliefs are inherently, unapologetically, orthodox Christianity. And the left has chosen to attack orthodox Christianity. And it, it just, it, it, it infuriates me that somehow in our country, we have slipped down a path that the good Christian men, Christian character, Christian principles are now used to attack someone. I, I just can't believe we've come this far in our country. Pete Bettigig, Bettigig, I guess is his name, is attacking Mike Pence as a homophobic bigot nearly every single day on the campaign trail. Now, if you don't know who Pete Buttigieg is... You're he, better off. 
he's he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and he happens to be gay. Now, here's what's interesting. In 2015, Mike Pence was the governor when Pete Buttigieg came out of the closet as a gay man. And the press ran to Governor Mike Pence then and said this, what do you think of the mayor? And Mike Pence's reaction? Listen to how hateful Mike Pence is. I hold Mayor Buttigieg in the highest personal regard. I see him as a dedicated public servant and a patriot. In fact, there is no evidence anywhere that the Christian Mike Pence has ever said one unkind word about or anything done of unkind to Buttigieg ever, ever. Now Buttigieg is saying that Mike Pence is homophobic on the campaign trail, and he said this week he tweeted out that people will often be polite to you in person while advancing policies that harm you and your family. You'll be polite to them to the, in turn, but need to stand for such harms. Instead, you push back, honestly, emphatically. Speaking of Mike Pence. Advancing policies that's going to be harmful to them and their families, which is complete dinosaur dung. It's not even close to the truth. What policies, Mike, but a gig, what policies? In response to this, Mike Pence had a comment. Here's, here's the hateful, bigoted homophobic, orthodox Christian Mike Pence, the vice president, how dare he hold a position of any kind, said this. He said, thumb things are critical of my Christian faith and about me personally. And Buttigieg, and he knows better, he knows me, but I get it. You know, it's, look again, 19 people running for president on that side of the party that's sliding off the left and they're competing for one another and how much more liberal they are. Mike Pence said, I have my Christian values. My family and I have a view of marriage that's informed by our faith, and we stand by that. But that doesn't mean we're critical of anyone else who has a different point of view. Here's my question for Democrats and liberals and the left. Is it okay for a Christian man to believe homosexuality is wrong in today's America? Is it okay? Is it acceptable? This is a serious, legitimate question I have of the Democrats. If Richard and I are born-again Christians, and we are, we claim to be so, and by that we hold to what the Bible says and we believe that homosexuality is wrong, are we allowed in your America? Are we allowed to be a United States citizen in your world? Apparently not. The way you paint people who think like we do, we are outside the pale. We cannot hold these beliefs. I simply asked a question. I would love an answer to it. And I've, I've asked people this on blogs and they immediately call me full of hate and anger because I have a position. You're a Is it acceptable? Man. You're a hateful man. You like that little yellow face with the red on top. You're just hateful. And you know, we're, we're entitled to feel the way we feel and, and believe the way we believe. Would we, you know, walk by a group of gay people or transgenders and say, you people are going to hell. You're going to burn in hell. No, no we would not. We, we, not. we would say hi. How are any you more, today? by the way, than Hope any other sin. That was right. Christian belief. I mean, look, there's exactly. plenty of things 
that people have done wrong. I've got a list that I can never share with anyone. <laughs> There's plenty long of all the, the sins that I've committed and done. I want a copy of that. I'm sh- <laughs> There's a reason why they're called secrets. Yeah, you would mock me. But listen, nobody's above reproach. And the fact that, that, that there's a fundamental misunderstanding by the left. You still want me to house fit now? <laughs> there is. <laughs> but seriously, there is a fundamental misunderstanding of Christian people by the left. It's to suggest that our belief in the, the, in the immorality of certain sexual behaviors means that we have great animus or hate for those who engage in them. And that is simply not true. The, you know, the left has got to get over this. They just do. Jackie from Disputanta, you're on AM820, WNTW and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, Lee Brothers. How y'all doing today? We're great. How are you? I'm doing this fine. I love y'all guys. Y'all guys are crazy. Thank you. <laughs> Wait a second. It's more my brother than me. <laughs> you know, uh, I was thinking about when we talking about Al Green and that day on Maxine Water. The president gave her a good, good uh, nickname, Low IQ. That's a great one. They are the dumbest people I've ever known in my entire life. I'm ashamed to even say things about my people like that. But you know what? I love my president, and I hope he continues to do what he's doing. And I love Mike Pence. He's a, he's a Christian guy, and I think everybody should love him as well. But they need to stop getting on the radio uh, station or, or just talking on TV about nonsense. It don't even make sense what she be talking about. That's why she's low, low cute. Yeah, I'd like to see this world just to be just people, not not this color, that color, this race. America. Exactly. Just people. Just just people. Yeah, they don't realize we've come a long ways, man. I was born in the 50s, and... Uh, and we've been, I've seen things like white and color or whatever, but I, I overcome that. Yeah. You know, you know the older you get, this will be the wiser you get. You don't be getting dumber. Yeah, I agree. Thank, thanks for the exactly call. Exactly right. Great yep. call, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. 454-1366. 454-1366. You know, the statement, my people, and, and Jackie's right. There is no my people. There's American. That's my people. Americans right. are my people. Right. I mean, if you're an American, you're my people. What do you mean, my people? But talk about a segment of society that the left looks at. That's what they do. And now they've even gone so far to say Christians aren't their people. The question is legitimate. The left, is it okay for a Christian to believe that the homosexual lifestyle is wrong? I mean, can you can you fathom the possibility that there is someone like Mike Pence in public office who believes that the lifestyle of the homosexual is not correct. Is it okay to hold that position? Because, by the way, it's been that way and been okay since the beginning of time. Plenty of people since the beginning of time. In fact, the founding of our country, when we talked about nature and nature and nature's law, believe that homosexuality was wrong. Are they all bad people? So now you can't be in public office if you hold the Christian view that, that there's certain uh, sexual behaviors that are wrong, including adultery, including... Um, all these other things, a list of things, which, by the way, homosexual is just another one of those things. I mean, Mike Pence is now evil, and his policies want to harm people like Pete Buttigieg, which is absurd. Nobody wants to harm him, and either do the, Mike Pence doesn't have a single policy that would harm Pete, not a single one. You know, I don't understand where this this 
world is changing. If if the way it's changing, they say 80, 80-some percent of the general public are Christian. And if that's true, how in the world do we have people like Maxine Waters and Al Green in office? And how, how is it all of these finger-pointing this finger pointing garbage. I mean, we both know gay people, and we respect them. We're nice, you know, and we of wish that they it's a shame we have would have a it. different lifestyle. But right. you know, they chose not to. So okay, you know, you know, it's not up to us to try of to course. change them. It's 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 really none of our business. I don't even want to know, quite honestly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't want to know. Instead, we're told it's a litmus test that if you somehow disagree and do not endorse the full lifestyle, then you are incapable of being vice president of the United States. Pete Buttigieg is acting in total concert with leftist Democrats in this country. And I just, the question remains, you can drop us an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com. Is it okay for someone to hold the belief that it's wrong to be in that lifestyle? Or you can give us a call, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died. How crazy is the left? My mother, my brother, Listen, the, the my left has attacked Christianity, attacked the position, then stand back and say, no, I'm a Christian too. Look what, look what I'm supporting, which... They kind of, they're attackers. You they know, they're if they didn't have these things to attack... What would they be attacking? Well, this is a great, great example, Richard, is this college student at Michigan State University. Student took a nap and awoke to a nightmare. His roommate was watching Ben Shapiro. Oh, I think oh my, my bunny slippers just ran for cover. Come on. And the trauma uh, endured by the student triggered the student to grab their computer and file a complaint with the administration's bias reporting system. That is so pathetic. Now, this is an That's example. That's a restriction of, of uh, somebody's rights here. <laughs> well, here's an example. It's, it's crazy. Just let me, this is the best example of the difference between a conservative and a massive leftist. A leftist sees a conservative watching something they don't like, and they want some government or bureaucrat or school to stop them. Everyone a in the school to come down right. on that one individual. A conservative wakes up from the nap, sees a leftist watching a leftist show, doesn't do anything. He may even just leave the room, or he might engage him in conversation. Yeah, he probably would sit there and watch the show with him. Of course. Without being offended. On the phone saying, I'm going to dial 911 if you don't change that channel right now. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. There's snowflakes. Unbelievable how the left is. Now, if you don't see the difference between these two, you are blind. Come on, people. The Democrats are destroying everything. The left is destroying everything. Just relax, man. So your roommate's watching Ben Shapiro and you call the police on him, so to speak, as it were. Crazy. You know what else is crazy? There's a new bill that would force schools to let male athletes compete on girls' sports teams. And the House passed it. 234 House Democrats and two Republicans voted for it. All they have to do is say, today, I feel like a woman. <laughs> you know, I associate myself with uh, well, especially if you're in the playoffs. The more tender, if you're in the playoffs as a women's team, exactly. Imagine man. that if you're the coach of a woman's team and you're in the playoffs, getting ready to win. And now that this law is passed, you can go around school. Any and transgenders recruit. around? You know, if it's a girls' soccer team, you can re- 
recruit the boys' football team if you want Go to, to. the men's soccer team and go, yeah. hey. Five um, minutes into the game, all of the girls from the feel... opposing team are injured. <laughs> <laughs> don't you feel a little feminine today? Actually, I do. I've been wearing a skirt all day just so I can play soccer. Against the, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, this is a rationale of the left. This doesn't come from conservatives. You know, this doesn't come from Republicans, except most for two men which are wack. wear skirts till they get home. That's I know right. you never do. Well, it's a kilt, by the way. It's not a skirt. Every House, <laughs> every, every House Democrat but one co-sponsored the bill. Every single one of them. It's called the Democrats' Equality Act. Democrats' you, you, Equality it would force public schools to expand female athletic teams to include biological males who identify as transgender girls. Now, now I, I've been, you know, we've seen yeah. things come through where so women crazy. can play football on a high school football team or whatever. We've seen those those things come through because you've got some women out there that, you know, frankly, could probably beat the crap out of you. Bench press a Buick. Yeah. And uh, they want to play football. So be it. Let them play football. No. But... Don't let them. No, I agree. But, you know, they're already doing that. But but this is transgender. <laughs> I'd love to be the coach of oh, a trans, so laughable. of a girls, any team. I don't care. This would be a parody. As long as the school's got another team or a lot of, you know, big burly guys, I would I would convince them to see themselves in a different light. This would be a parody five each years ago. Each week for practice and each week for the game. Five years ago, this would be a parody. This would be a parody. You're right. It was, this would be a parody that would get us in trouble. Here's what um, here's what Sarah Warbolo said. She's the director of the Human Rights Campaign, a leftist group. She said opponents of this, listen to what she says here. This is unbelievable. This is actually a real thought. Opponents of equality in athletics for transgender athletes have argued that girls who are transgender have an unfair physical advantage over regular girls. And as a result, will dominate competitive sports. She said, but that's not rooted in fact. It's not? It's not rooted in fact? It is a fact. Are you kidding me? There's a reason why since the beginning of creation and time, there has been men's sports and women's sports. The reason why is because men are stronger, faster, and bigger, and more powerful than women. Here, lady, you go pick out the... Any soccer player How does this work? you want, any any lady soccer player you want, I'll get the fullback from Hermitage High School. <laughs> and let's see, uh, let's, this, let's do a little... Uh, this is supposed to be a smart human being. This is know, supposed crash to be. dummy crash test with these people on the field. This is supposed to be a smart person. This person has checked out logically. It makes I, I no completely. sense. It, it makes, makes no zero sense. How could you argue this? That's crazy. This is where we are in now. We're, now, now we're going to be called sexist because because of a male wanting to be a female. That's not we sexist. say what man, is that? We, That's transgender. We're sexist because we say a, a man should be a man. will clobber a woman. A man should be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone calls next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Making. Radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. You got to click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Two great videos there. One is why the West is so special. Why the West is so special and successful. And is Obama a racist? All at 820theanswer.com. 
com eight twenty the answer dot com. I have um, I've noticed how NASCAR is hated by the left, and it's a big race weekend. NASCAR is here this weekend, and it's going to be jam packed, up full of people. I wonder if we'll have any uh, protesters. Will there be Democrats there? Do Democrats go to NASCAR? If they did and had their way, what would a liberal NASCAR race look like? What would a liberal NASCAR race look like? We'll share that with you coming up. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. We, we are the Lee Brothers, says his alligator experience will allow him to wrestle Trump for the presidency. I didn't, I didn't know he had a wrestling match for the presidency. <laughs> I didn't either. Totally new to me. Mark Warner's new horse bill. No, horse. You know, the animal horse? Yeah, he's got a horse bill. Oh, that's a jack. Probably more relevant. And what would a liberal NASCAR race look like? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely rainy afternoon. Scattered showers in the area. But the traffic seems to be flowing through the, uh, I'm scanning through the cameras down on the interstate and it's flowing right on through. Good. No problem. You could watch that all day long. That's what you do, isn't it? I call you, what are you doing, watching traffic? That's Richard Lee. No, I watch traffic and and weather. weather. Thank you. Exactly. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock, this Congressman Omar who trashed uh, September 11th as just people and something happened, uh, you won't believe the comments. we got to share that with you. And the hate hate crime hearing on the floor of uh, the—or in the House, this is preposterous. We'll we'll share that with you, too. All coming up at 5. And your phone calls, 454-1366-454. 1366. This weekend is crazy here in the capital of the Commonwealth. Race weekend. So if you're not going to the race, you want to stay away from the race. Well, it's track. not just race weekend. It's it's the as the Monument Avenue 10K going on this weekend too, and there's some big Olympic swim fest going on. And it's just, in fact, don't leave your house. I hadn't planned to. That's 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 true. But you shouldn't uh, be careful venturing out. It turns out that, that NASCAR is very popular. It's one of the most watched sports in the country. People will be focused on the, uh, on the Richmond area this weekend during the race. And there are some who despise it. Atlantic put a, a report out saying 94% of NASCAR viewers are white. And what is that supposed you know, to mean? What, is, what does that have to do with literally anything? Does that mean that there is a conspiracy against anyone else watching it? I mean, what does that mean? And but by the, the way, if the, you're a black person... It means person, the white folks should not watch. They're not allowed to watch. And if you're a black person watching NASCAR, what's that make you feel like? Did someone come into your house and go, you can't watch NASCAR? Did someone tell you that NASCAR's bad? This is a sport for white folks. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Did somebody you know, say that? change the channel on that television now? Well, down I one one. The other aspect of this is that NASCAR does things that kind of tick the left off of you a little bit. You know, they, 
they begin the race with an invocation, which would drive them crazy. They actually have the honor guard march to present the American flag. and that How dare of, them? They actually sing the national anthem. It's the extremely. American flag when everyone in this country hates the flag. Right. How dare they? So you got this American flag thing. You got the national anthem thing. You got an invocation. You actually have a prayer. Well, you need to change the song, too. To God. I mean, he's, I a mean, prayer? A prayer? They have a prayer. And they have, get this, military aircraft typically fly over this racetracks when they sing. I mean, is there anything else the left could despise all More. we do with that military aircraft is oppress other nations and peoples. We are like that. We're you know, completely we're, we're oppressors. And then you've got the probably worst thing about this is that there's a grand marshal that steps to a microphone and says, start your engines. And immediately some 40-some-odd cars come to life with 800-horsepower engines that cruise up to 200 miles an hour with gas-guzzling fumes flowing out that claims... Global warming impact. Well, well, carbon monoxide, don't the trees... They eat that. Eat that stuff. Yeah, they eat that. It's all good That's by trees. design, uh, folks. Some it's by God. design. See, so, here's the problem. What God do you need to do? Plant trees around the track? Well, there's grass somewhere. Watch out for the maple in turn three. But here's what the left just despises. More than anything, it's just global warming impact. You see, race cars release 120,000 pounds of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Here's what? Mr. <laughs> That's one race weekend, by the way. And just as a comparison, one person contributes 45,000 pounds a year. And over a weekend, race cars release 120,000 pounds. This should be stopped, Richard. This should be stopped. How dare them? Well, they should use wind-driven wind vehicles or... With you know, a mast. With put a, a sail, with a sail on it. top. Of course. That's real. Or do, it like, or do it like the boxcars at, at the Boy Scouts used to do. You know, they, they'd weigh the car and go downhill. We don't need a right. round track. Just when see what gravity can do. When downhill. <laughs> the average race team uses eight to ten sets of tires in a weekend. How dare they? The tire companies must love that. that. By the way, it takes seven gallons of oil to make one tire. Just so. Just for the environmentalists to know and care. The process of burning oil to create those tires adds massive amounts of CO2. I'm the glad you read all those statistics. because they're, they're in my head. You didn't know that? Yeah. Now, here's something right. else I didn't know. I know what else is in your head. <laughs> NASCAR. NASCAR has been running. Sad, strange little man. Exactly. <laughs> NASCAR has been running on leaded gas. Now, I don't know what that means, but apparently leaded gas releases more toxics into the air. You get better mileage with leaded gas. You do. and It smells better than unleaded gas. Yeah, exactly. And the thought that it has lead in it, and it's putting lead out into the atmosphere like you could draw it in and make a pipe or something. It's kind of a cool way to think about lead. So does this weekend drive the left crazy in Richmond? I mean, how do these people sleep at night? You're so concerned about the planet, global warming, all the lies you've been feasting on all this time, and here come 80,000 people to Richmond to watch cars go around the track and destroy the planet. The left, how do you guys function? Now, NASCAR's just be trying. Thankful that if you're, just be thankful they're not running on every single NASCAR track that exists. At the same time. At the same time. That, which, by the way, would do nothing else. Wouldn't cause a thing. That NASCAR is trying. It would be cool. I just learned this actually today. That NASCAR is trying to go green. And instead, now someone needs to confirm this. Instead of waving a checkered flag, they now wave a green flag. I, is, that, is that accurate? 
Mark, do you know the answer? They wave a green flag instead of a checkered flag now for the cause of uh, the green movement. Did not know this. I didn't know that either. Like it makes a huge difference to me. Right. Or anyone else probably watching the race. Most people in the audience are probably asking why are we waving a green flag? I didn't know that. I didn't even. I thought it was still a checkered flag. I'd learned something. I think they accurate. wave a checkered and a green. I think they wave them four, five, four, thirteen, sixty-six. Someone give us the answer to this. We have phenomenal NASCAR fans. I'm pretty sure they wave right. both four, five, four, thirteen, sixty-six. So the question is, what could we do? Richard and I were really racking our brain. What could we do to make NASCAR and racing more appealing to the left? What should we do in Richmond? How many people on the left? You know. As a teenager, maybe, you know, the, the worst scare in the world is to have your teenage son or daughter exceed the speed limit, drive a car fast, get a ticket, whatever. But how many people on the left actually did that at some point in their life and really like fast cars? They and drive they're, Priuses. They're, they're afraid. They drive Priuses with bumper stickers you cannot count on the back of their car. They are a crazy <laughs> group of people. And that is a that is actually a secret uh, professional race car that you're looking at when you see the Prius covered <laughs> with sure stickers. That's called a, a, a liberal, we you know, a liberal, you yes. know, whatever car. They don't call hmm, them NASCARs. I liberal guess they call car. them slow as <laughs> cars. But uh, that's a, that's actually a race car. All right, so let's 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 help them out, Richard. Let's help out the liberal. We've got an idea on what a liberal race would look like. What would NASCAR have to change to win back uh, the Democrat leftists who hate racing because of its environmental impact? That's next. And your phone calls four five four thirteen sixty six four five four. 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. There's an amazing place to hang out this weekend. It's at the race. These Every time I've talked to anybody who loves NASCAR, they are pure-blooded, unadulterated, pure Americans who love the country, who love freedom and liberty, who are probably NRA fans. And I'm not even a NASCAR fan. I don't particularly like racing. I don't watch it. I don't really care for it much. But you want to hang out with some phenomenal people? You don't hate it, though. I don't hate it. Hate's yes. a strong word. Yes. There's only a few things I hate. That's not going to be the careful. topic right now. <laughs> so NASCAR is a great place to be. So how do we get more liberals to like it? How do we get more? Well, some don't want any more liberals there. They want it to be a nice conservative hangout. But let's be honest. There's got to be a way that we could accommodate our liberal leftist friends who want to have NASCAR embraced because well, you it's would have destroying to the planet. Block out seating for them to put them all together in the stadium at the track. Then you'd have to give them headsets that say puke on both sides <laughs> so people know who they're dealing with. <laughs> and, they'd, and they'd have to play uh, music in the headsets like Kumbaya over and over. I don't know something disgusting and then you would be all good to go all, well, all, all the rest of the of track things. would be the guys with the hel- hats that hold like cans of beer and tubes running down the one right that are the there going, i don't know my name anymore well you know what else Those they could people. do i guess in that same liberal area of the stadium they could get rid of beer and institute free marijuana yeah 
Yeah, there you go. I mean, that would be perfect. No smoking, by the way, but you can smoke marijuana. That's really the, that would be one step. And yeah. there's others. 454-1366, 454-1366. John the Latino Lee Brother, you're on AM820, WNTW and FM92.7 with Lee Brothers. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, buenas tardes, guys. Um, I was kind of thinking you, they would have to, to make it uh, environmentally friendly, get one of those pedal Surrey type of things with the fringe around them and have it geared up so they can kind of go fast. You know, it's called a bike uh, race. I think. The, I think they call yeah, that a bike that race. Point, yeah, that's that's about the only thing. If if you have the en- cars with the engines, if you want liberals there, you got to give them a place that they 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 won't be subjected to the uh, the pollution from the engines. But, yeah, you know, probably the best way to handle this is just have a separate day or night for the liberals to come to the race, bring in all of the. Uh, Little Toyota Priuses, line them up, <laughs> and then they run around the track like that sound like, 55 miles an hour. No noise. Exactly. I went to a race, <laughs> no noise. And, and I walked down to the fence, which I shouldn't have done. And uh, I walked down to the fence, and I'm looking around because I wanted to see what it was like for the cars to come around the track. And they came around the track, and it was so loud, it took my hat off, just the wind and the, the sound yeah. and everything, and blew my hat like 100 feet back down. The, the concrete. And I looked, I see police officers coming in both directions. I think, oh, they just wanted to see how cool it is to be down here by the race cars, too. But that wasn't the case. They were coming to tell me, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're standing in a You've curve. A hunk of metal here. will fly through a fence and hit you in the head. But I wanted to experience and not to mention the fact that they do go through eight sets of tires in a race. There's so much rubber coming off those tires. I'm sure they do. That's good. I, was, I love it. I have to admit, I was wearing blackface or semi-blackface because I had rubber all over me. Love the smell of uh, burning rubber. But see, in the liberal race, you go down there by it, and, and here's the sound they hear when the race cars come around the curve. <laughs> don't, inter- don't interfere with the car sound. <laughs> That's the sound they hear is all the little... Exactly. exactly. Priuses exactly. go by. That's phenomenal. You can even hear crickets at that race. Mark and Chesterfield. You're Mark and Chesterfield. It. You're on 820 yes. WNTW. How you doing today? Hey, great. Thanks. Great show. Thank hey, a you. A couple of things. You were talking about the stats for the race. You forgot about the methane. I, yeah, the, the, guy, the guys over in turn two, man, are producing it like crazy. <laughs> That's great. Are you, are, will you be at the race this weekend, Mark? Uh, you know, I probably will not, but uh, that's only because I, I, we haven't decided to go liberal. Going liberal would mean climbing the fence to get in, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. phenomenal. That's true. Even there's a wall, you'll still climb. Exactly. Great call, You'd have Mark. to just set boxes of headphones out there along the fence. That's funny. Climb the wall. And it's they'd have perfect. to be disposable headphones so they could take them home. So here's a, just a couple ideas for liberal racing. One is you have to immediately assign quotas. You have to assign quotas for the drivers. There's got to be a woman driver, a black driver, an Asian driver. You have to also assign quotas for the audience. You can only allow certain people in so they can look like America, quoting to the left. And you have to place them in a, in a so it looks like you're completely diversified inside the stadium. The, the track, exactly. You have to go up there and say, no, 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 you two move over there, but we're with them. I don't care. Move over there. You don't, we don't look diversified enough. But the biggest change that we'd make that have left Lovelet, no winners. Everyone gets a trophy. 
Your phone right. calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. I don't think I can stomach any more of this garbage. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366, 454-1366. Just like anything else, the left would destroy it. The left destroys everything it gets involved with. It changes it. They want to fundamentally change the country. They'd want to fundamentally change NASCAR. And if they did that, it would destroy the entire sport. Yet they would be perfectly fine with that as long as they get their way and their own little tyrannical, totalitarian view of things. They would probably want government to come in and shut down NASCAR just so they could say it's better for the planet. The number one problem with global warming in the world is cattle. So why don't they just let us, you know, why don't they drop the, it's the not price cattle. of, it's, not it's, cattle. it's the cattle and what comes out no, of their butt. it's not that either. What is it? The number one cause of global warming is these cesspools country. They're dumping all their crap in the rivers. It's not America. America's the cleanest well, true, place in the, true. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the real reason. I understand what you're saying. Controllable. Right. Number one controllable thing is a cow's butt. You can control a cow's butt. You point it towards China. No, I'm just kidding. But what if they just dropped the beef prices to where the conservatives they. could plow through some beef? They drop them. They. They're in, they're in, you know, Maxine Waters. Get her started on it. I can't imagine what would come out of that woman's mouth. But she would promise Probably worse than lower cow's butt. beef prices. NASCAR doesn't do anything. Doesn't do jack, jack against cattle. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. We direct you there by just clicking on the Lee Brothers at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Take you to our page, our videos, our podcasts, all connecting to our Facebook page, which we're streaming live. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Coming up, Governor T-Mac says he can take on Trump because he wrestled an alligator. And Mark Warner has a new bill for horses. I kid you not, these people are busy, man. In D.C., they're busy, but taking care of you. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. A rare display of common sense. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. All right, go ahead. Constitution of the United States. <clears throat> well, just give, give me the first word and then I'll, I know the rest. Okay, we. We. We? We. Are you sure? Just after 434, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. Coming up in the program, you've got to hear uh, Ilan Omar, Congressman Ilan Omar, talk about uh, September 11th. This is the most stunning video. If you haven't seen uh, the, the clip, that's one thing I'm sure you have. But what you haven't heard is the reaction to it. We got that coming up at five for you. 454-1366. Governor T-Mac has always been a gift to the Commonwealth. 
because of what he be do. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. That is a legitimate. We did not doctor that. That is him telling a reporter how the Democrat Party needs to contend for the presidency. Play that again, Mark. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. <laughs> it's just nobody said anything. No one raised hand and go, excuse me? The heck we thought that it was mean? a new word, so we started using the talk, tell, and be do with everyone. I Kids, think- you need to be do what I tell you to be <laughs> talk, do. Talk, tell. Just saying. One more well, time. Maybe talk, tell again. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. <laughs> That's almost <laughs> unbelievable. Now, here's the next most unbelievable thing uh, T-Max said. He said this just the other day. All I can tell you, I have not made my decision yet. I'm very close. Of all the candidates running, how many have actually wrestled in 280-pound, 8-foot alligator for a political contribution for $15,000? How many? I'm your man, folks. There is nobody else can do it. Yeah, because that's what I was looking for in a presidential candidate. I was just thinking. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Exactly. I'll tell you what. For $15,000, I'll beat the crap out of an alligator. Right. An eight-footer. Is he really suggesting? I'll beat the crap out of an eight-foot alligator. I'll tie his feet together. I'll poke him in the eye. Everything. It's For 15 grand. So does Up at the 20, I'll take on a nine-footer. Obviously, this has got to be a joke. But does T-Max actually think... That this is a, there's a constituency out there that says I only vote for alligator wrestlers. <laughs> what am I missing here? Okay, yeah, I'm for a political for contribution for $15,000. How many? I'm your man, folks. There is nobody else can do it. If I can wrestle an alligator, I can sure as hell wrestle Donald Trump, boy. And that would be worth it. And you'd pay money to watch that debate. Pay money to watch that debate? He would shred you. Well, first of all, there's not going to be any wrestling. You no, if he goes into a debate moron. against Donald Trump, he knows he's not going to get the nomination. He's just talking big and bad. He'll get some. He'll get some money donated. Now, he'll be, get to travel around the country saying, "Hey, guess who I am? I'm the Bdo <laughs> Talk Tell Man from Virginia." Well, that's a, that's what we need. Excuse me. That's what we need. Another uh, now, T Mac. Virginia embarrassment. T-Mac has told this story a thousand times. In 1980, he was helping Jimmy Carter's re-election campaign. And he but saw, Jimmy he, lost, didn't he? He sought a donation <laughs> to uh, from the Somalian tribe in Florida, Seminole tribe in Florida. And, and, so, <laughs> and so he assured, listen to this, the chief of uh, the Seminole tribe promised T-Mac that the alligator would be toothless and drugged. So when he jumped in there, it'd be fine. It turns out that people found out about it and realized it was going to be a ruse anyway. So they said, okay, he won't be toothless. He won't be drugged. We'll give you a real alligator to wrestle. But all you have to do is jump in there and hold his mouth closed. We promise you we won't get hurt. And T-Mac did that. And now he says, for three minutes, he wrestled an alligator. Yeah, that, where are the animal? Where are the PETA people exactly. in all of this? Now, this may sound like it's a... A, a parody and a, and, a, and, a, and a kind of just for fun. But here's what Morning Joe, when they heard T-Mac say that, listen to what they did. You see, this is what we need. I, that was fun. Gator. Yeah. You know, that, don't make Gator. Fun. Don't, don't let Gator loose, man. That's the best. <laughs> I'm your man. The best answer of the rock. Mm. Don't wow. let Gator loose. Wow. What are they calling T-Mac Gator? That's their nickname now? Forget that. Oh, shut up. Gator? 
Are you serious? That's really now. Now T Mac has always, you know, he's been fun. But I guess if you raise fifteen thousand dollars, it's better than a million. I guess it was a million bucks. The Democratic Party. Oh, that's true. That's well, I thought we. Uh, how many people are left standing with all of the? Remember what the statistic he put out? The statistic he put out about uh, how many people are killed every day. Well, 93 million people are killed every day by every day in the this. United we States. We need to do more to protect all of our citizens. I have long advocated, uh, this is not what today is about, but there are too many guns on the street. We lose 93 million Americans a day to gun violence. <laughs> long talk about this. <laughs> 93 million a day. 93 a day. million That's a great day. great math. Phenomenal. He should be our president just for you that. Know, so... That being Nobody said. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. <laughs> the roads are clear today. <laughs> 93 million Americans. Can we just remind you for. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point, Mark. So yeah. here is. Uh, Based on his statistic, he's only going to get seven votes. <laughs> <laughs> By the time he runs, it'll be 93 million of dead. Well, I mean, that could be. I think, yeah. By the way, in full fairness to T-Mac, he was challenged on it and admitted that that math may not be accurate. And it, let me just remind you of something that T-Mac actually said in his own words may about, about fundraising. This is how insensitive this guy is. He thinks fundraising is the answer, wrestling alligators and all the rest of it. Here is T-Mac in his own words talking about his child and a fundraiser. Dorothy was starting to well up in the back seat. She was having trouble understanding how I could be taking my wife and newborn baby to a fundraiser on our way home from the hospital. We got to the dinner, and by then Dorothy was in tears. And I left her with Justin and went inside. Little Peter was sleeping peacefully, and Dorothy just sat there. And poor Justin didn't dare say a word. He was mortified. We all are. I was inside maybe 15 minutes, said a few nice things about Marty, and then hurried back out to the car. I felt bad for Dorothy. But it was a million bucks for the Democratic Party. And by the time we got home and the kids had their new little brother in their arms, Dorothy was all smiles, and we were one big happy family again. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. Wow. That's supposed to be like a little family story. <laughs> it's a little family horror story. It's a little family, it's a family, little family story. horror story. That's Who hilarious. does that? Who does that to their wife and newborn for any reason who would do that he's a freak show here's another freak show for you (laughs) u.s senator mark warner Nah, he's a freak show he introduced uh, a legislation wednesday that would prevent horse soaring now soaring is a it's it's a way of changing the horse's gant they use chemicals and pressure and devices to cause pain to the front feet so they walk differently yeah you've Exactly. And, uh, and, but and, you've all seen smoke coming off a horse's feet, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. So Mark Warner issued a statement. Here's his statement on horses. Quote, horses have been part of the Commonwealth's history and culture since the settling of Jamestown. Is, is he, is, is this true? This, this is, of course they have. And your point goes on we to say. We didn't know this before you said that, Mark Warner. Thank you. Thank you. He goes on. And like all animals, they deserve to be treated with care and compassion. Warner Seriously? Said. We right? didn't know that he either. We didn't even know that. And here's <laughs> what's even more amazing, is that this should be done by a faraway, centralized, powerful government surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens. You think this is the role, Senator Mark Warner, of you to protect? Now, look, I'm, I'm a huge fan of horses, 
But really? The federal government has to get involved on what's going on at, at some track and or some little event going on in southwest Kentucky somewhere? I mean, come on. No one cares about horses more than Richard and I, but this is the, the job of the U.S. Senate? You think Madison had this in mind when he said the Senate is to represent the states, the Congress represents the people, and you're out there making laws about horses? This whole thing is so, it's so unbelievable past the point of constitutional limits that there are plenty of people who think, yeah, Mark Warner, a caring guy. He likes jackass, I mean, horses. He just, he just didn't have anything else to do at the time, I guess. That's where this is coming from. The legislation, if passed, would require the U.S. Department of Agriculture to assign a license inspector. Great. It would prohibit the use of devices or chains or pads on certain horse breeds. On certain horse breeds? Why not all, Mark? Why he's, not all, he's Senator such, Mark? No kidding. I thought your heart was big, Mark. Yeah, I'm a sick Pete on you. Mark Warner, you are, he is really a joke for the Commonwealth. He, got pl- he even hates capitalism. You have the hate capitalism clip? Play the hate, the hate capitalism clip. Mark he needs very to wealthy in the capitalist system. But I now he has to do really well uh, in business. Uh, I believe in the free enterprise system. But I don't believe modern American capitalism is working for enough people. It didn't work. And we need to shake things up. Yeah, we need to change it. Shake things oh, up. We need to shake it Let's up. shake things I'm up. I'm so glad he's king. Hey, you want to shake things up? Gosh, and he cares so much. We need to shake things up. <laughs> 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 All right, coming up, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNW 92.7 FM. Miserable being must find more miserable being. <laughs> then... He's happy. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. The commissar in the Soviet Union who went out to one of those state collective farms, grabbed the first worker he came to, said, how are the crops? Oh, he said, the crops never have been better, just wonderful. He said, how about potatoes? Oh, he said, comrade commissar, if we could put the potatoes in one pile, they would reach the foot of God. And the commissar said, this is the Soviet Union. There is no God. He says, that's all right. There are no potatoes. Love it. Love this song, by the way, too. If you don't know it, look it up. The left. The left is tolerant, you see. You would not believe your eyes. The most tolerant among us is the left. Self-proclaimed, by the way. George Mason University has been um, has asked Brent Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh, to teach at their uh, law school in England, by the way, the branch over in England. And the class is creation of the Constitution. It's taught by a Supreme Court justice. That's awesome. That'd be phenomenal, except George Mason students here in Fairfax County don't like it. I, I would be willing to bet if you inter- interviewed as many as you could find, one at a time, they would say, the Constitution? What's that? It's old. Yeah, that, it's, that's an old document. Yeah. That's still around. About that? That's still around. It's just like the Barney Fife clip. You ask them what's the beginning of the Constitution, they'd never be able to answer it. Of course not. Here is uh, here's their pro. Remember, they're unique protesters. The left is very good at protesting. Here they are. Kick Kavanaugh off campus. Kick Kavanaugh off campus. Kick Kavanaugh off campus. Kick Kavanaugh off campus. That's creative. That's so creative. I, I I, it done. gave me chills. 
Yeah, they used four <laughs> words. They stepped over their normal of three to four <laughs> words this time. That was so, good. That is good. That is good. They didn't. They, and they didn't miss a beat. They didn't. It sounded very. And it was most they impressive. They did have a lead. Hey, There's a leader. They did have a leader. You're right. That helped them. Otherwise, they would have struggled. So they student- were probably whispering among themselves, "Who is Kavanaugh? <laughs> Why are we kicking him <laughs> off campus? What did he do wrong here at the school?" So we grabbed one of those students off to the side, apparently, and they interviewed uh, the student who said, "Quote: As a survivor of sexual assault." This decision has really impacted me negatively. Hmm. What? It has affected my mental health, knowing that an abuser will be part of our faculty. Uh, he wasn't an abuser. The whole thing was a con foisted upon mankind. It was made up. It was made up. They proved it. They know that now. He would have never been confirmed as a Supreme Court justice had they not confirmed it's it was all ridiculous. a bunch of bunk. Why not say, look, he's a Supreme Court justice, err on the side, of the Supreme Court justice and let him teach you about the Constitution. Yeah, what an experience. That's you a, know, to, to be able to tell your grandkids, I had a Supreme Court justice teach me about the creation of the Constitution. The, hopefully they'd be like, wow. Here's, not, here's not what. Like, what's the Supreme Court? <laughs> exactly. Or what's the Constitution? George Mason University's president, Cabrera, said this. I respect the views of people who disagree with Justice Kavanaugh. Senate confirmation due to the questions raised by his sexual conduct in high school. But he was confirmed as now a sitting justice. The law schools determined that the involvement of a U.S. Supreme Court justice contributes to making our law program uniquely valuable to our students. And I accept their judgment. Thank you. That's spectacular. Uh, you know what? I'm actually shocked that George Mason University's president said that and didn't capitulate to the, the yahoos and the snowflakes who were protesting. Kick Kavanaugh off campus! <laughs> <laughs> it's just laughable. Now, if my student, if I had a kid that was in the middle of this kind of ridiculous thing, I'd yank them butts out of school so quick, I certainly wouldn't be funding their liberal activist crap. I'd say, go there and learn about the Constitution. How one of those students would say anything the leader said. Be fun to, you know, yank the leader out and go, let's get something to eat. Your phone calls next, 454 1366. 454. Let's get some food. 1366. Let's get some food. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. I want jelly beans. <laughs> Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. One of my favorite quotations about age comes from Thomas Jefferson. He said that we should never judge a president by his age, only by his work. And ever since he told me that, I've stopped <laughs> So Virginia's largest county, Fairfax County, is considering creating a taxpayer-funded legal defense for illegal immigrants. From deportation! You know, Trump may be onto something here. Why not send... All this caravan people busting over our borders, put them on a bus and send them to sanctuary cities and counties. Send them there. Trump's right. You know, hey, let's let's put your money where your mouth is. Here we come, baby. Send them all in there. Like, Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. perfect. All right, coming up. You won't believe these clips from the from the hate crime um, uh, meeting they had this week and the uh, the, the uh, Congressman Omar about 9-11. All that is coming up in your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. Libra is 820 WNTW 92.7 FM.
Seriously, a vacation on an island in the middle of James River? I like that idea. So look into that. That would be very cool. Most amazing slam of Democrats at their hate crime hearing stupidity. You've got to hear this. We'll cover it this hour. And some people did something. Referencing September 11th. How can a congressman say something like that? We'll cover it next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended. No, seriously, Jefferson, Madison, and Henry be right here. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this damp afternoon. But you can't beat the temperatures. It's nice out there. Thanks for joining us. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. And stay with us this hour. We're going to have some real fun. This is the most unbelievable statement and and the and the press really left it alone. Didn't say much about it. It's a little bit on MSNBC Morning Joe. I've got some some comments from him on it. But this this woman, this congressman from from Michigan, Ihan Omar. Here, if you haven't heard it, here's the clip that has people all concerned. Care was founded. At- okay, first of all, she's saying care. The Council on American Islamic Relations. That's what she's starting with. By the way, it was founded. When was it founded? Ni- 1994 is when it was founded. Okay, so here's what she says. Not after September. Care was founded after 9-11. Wrong. Because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Interesting. Uh Dead wrong. Sorry, Congresswoman. Congress, whatever. We call her Congressman. Here. Congressman. It's a you know, universal term. Congressman. Um, that means care. Yeah, it, care was created in 1994, not after September 11th. September 11th didn't have anything to do with creation of anything like care that, that we're aware of. Well, this is what that some people did something. That's the point that everyone's upset about. And that how some someone, people did something? Some people? Some people did something? Some people did something? Like, by the way, let's save that clip, Mark, forever. It's one of the, the greatest clips of all time. But who what, who, what American? What, what American? What? what American who lived through September 11th looks at this and goes, wow, 9-11 was. That some people did something? No, not some people did something. Islamic fascist terrorists attacked us on September 11th. As the New York Post actually printed out, here's your something, and shows a picture of buildings falling to the ground on fire. Now, the only person who would speak this way is someone who doesn't want to condemn what happened. That is that is actually a fact. Now, some people are invested and invested in her success in Congress. Some people want this woman to succeed beyond all. Here is Morning Joe This week, after this comment, listen to what this guy says. Morning Joe, listen to what he says. Right? She's, she's, there have been some missteps, but there's something. Missteps? Been missteps? That's a misstep? No American missteps that way. Not a single person listening to this radio program would ever say some people did something. We know who did it. All right, sorry. Here's Morning Joe. Right? She's, she's, there have been some missteps, but there's something much bigger here. What is it? Like going on. Like we don't want. 
one of our first uh, Muslim women uh, Americans uh, to, 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 to blow up politically like this. <laughs> Bad choice. You know, there's a misstep for you. <laughs> exactly. Using a term like blow up politically when you're referring to September 11th. Well, now why? Why are we so... Well, why, yeah, why are we worried about that? If she's if she's a radical Islamist, we don't want her in our government. Why do we We don't have want her have... in our country. And why, Morning Joe, do we want her to succeed? She should What's be the, the first, first elected official deported. Or sent to Gitmo. <laughs> right. Why are you so invested in this morning, Joe? Come on, Joe Scarborough. Why do you think she has to win and be oh, successful? Such an idiot. One of our first uh, Muslim women. She's uh, not one of our first Muslim, by the way. Keith Ellison was a Muslim, and he yeah, was there. first Muslim women. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a woman. He uh, said women. So we must have the first Muslim women want, succeed? Why? No matter what. No matter, no matter what? what? That's comes a, out asinine, of their mouth. stupid. No matter Muslim, what they say or what comes out of their mouth, they have to succeed. Women, uh, Americans, to blow up politically like this? <laughs> Bad choice of words. Blow Un- up politically. Unconscionable. So I, I find this the reason I, I call find this it so implode, offensive. Joe. Here's the thing about September 11th that Richard, you and I, most people listen to our radio program know this that we were born on September 11th. This radio program was born on that day. It sparked something in you and me that that uh, could no longer remain silent. We then pursued what we're actually been doing for 17 years. This is the most um, the the most impact that we've had in our lives. And for someone in Congress, on Congress, who pledges allegiance to the Constitution and and the United States of America to say something like, some people did something? What does that even mean? Some people did something? It's something like a question? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's not a parody. And it it sounds like maybe it, it, the way it's, it sounds like maybe it should be the way that the way she says that. I mean, that's perfect for us to catch a little piece of and play it forever, ever. <laughs> this, uh, to poke fun at this lady. Another Democrat came to her rescue. Rashida Talab, who is uh, uh, another Democrat, believe it or not, came to the rescue, listened to her defense of Congressman Omar. Do you think she should have rethought her words? Do you no, worry no. about the appropriateness of that? It, they do this all the time to us, especially women of color. What? Uh, they, we do. Uh, so apparently, someone does something to women of color. Women of color, specifically, all the time. All the time, it's women of they color. They do this all the time to, to women, women of, of color. color. Women of color. No, a, women who aren't color. Well, they don't do it to them, or just men. They don't do we've it. We've got to but get w- past this color crap. Women you know, of okay, color. You know, lady, you're black and I'm white. So what? We're both human beings. I guess what she's saying. Stop is, using your your color. If it was a white man, a crutch. Who said this? We wouldn't have a problem with it. How asinine is that? Of course, we would have a problem with this, no matter who says it. But the first defense is to blame those who don't like it as attacking women of color. Oh, oh, we're sexist and racist. I got so, uh, it. I'm sorry. What, is color is white not a color? <laughs> you know, no matter what color this lady happens to be, wouldn't we attack? Of- we would be upset anyway. And, and every American should be. Of I, I'm course. just floored. Liberals Everybody are, should li- be upset. Of course, liberals say they always do this. It's women of color they don't like. Oh, 
How ridiculous. They do this all the time to us, especially women of color. They do that. They take our words out of context because they're afraid because we speak truth. We speak truth to power. Truth to power. I love it. Truth to power. That's something that sounds like the Powderpuff Girls or something. Truth to power. I've never understood what that meant, actually. Uh, it doesn't mean it. I, I never really it, understood it. Has it has no, no meaning. Truth you to power. You can't take the definitions of those words <laughs> and give it any kind of normal thought. Truth to power. It'll make your head pop off. Do you ever hear a conservative or Republican use the words truth to power? Why is it such a leftist, I hate to say this, talking point, air quotes? Truth but to power. What does it mean? Someone tell us what it means. What does truth to power mean? Truth to power. So if I speak truth, it's truth to It is the most asinine thing. But, you know, it's stupid. So, so far, it, it, they try to use it in, in every conversation in some manner. So far, we've attacked uh, people who disagree with her because of the color of her skin. And she's a woman. And this is about truth to power. I got it. They do this all the time to we us, do. especially women of color. Of course, they do that. They take our words out of context because they're afraid because we speak Scared. truth. We speak truth to power. Frightened. Taking it out of context. This is <laughs> just pure racist act by many of those. Uh, it's just a racist act. Oh, I didn't it's a realize. Racist act. I thought it was truth to uh, power thought, <laughs> exactly. based on that woman's words. It should be truth to power. I know. Not was- us. Being afraid and taking it out of context. How in the world could you take what the lady said out of context? People did something. We don't know. All right. So look. People your, did something. Your phone call is next on this. 454-1366. We'll finish out uh, Tashida's uh, comment. You, uh, Rashida's comments are just unbelievable. This is half of it. This is just half of it. You won't believe the rest of it. And your phone calls 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. I know it's getting late, dear, but it's not often that we have so many people who've written about us and broadcast about us all together in one room like this, and I thought you might like to say a few nice words to them. They're all from the press and radio and television. Maybe just a friendly little greeting would do. How about just a word or two, something friendly, even one kind word? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. That some people did something? That some people did something? That some people did something? Some people did something, I got it. Yeah, they were called terrorists. Islamo-fascist terrorists who flew planes into buildings and killed 2,900 people in New York. Those some people did something. That some people did something? It's just appalling that that's the way a congressman would speak when uh, when uh, talking to the Council on American-Islamic Relations. And we're supposed to go, oh, she didn't mean that. Meanwhile, Rashida Taleb, I guess is her name, another congressman, Democrat, tried to defend her, said this. Do you think she should have rethought her words? Do you worry about the appropriateness of that? They do this all the time to us, especially women of color. (laughs) They do that. They take our words out of context because they're afraid because we speak truth. We speak truth to power. (laughs) Taking it out of context. This is just pure racist act by many of those hateful acts by those because she does speak truth when it talks about different issues that they don't disagree with. And I'm really outraged. 
they don't disagree with? What is Truth she to power. Go, go, Power Rangers. Wait a minute. I'm a little confused. On the end of that, what did she say? That's just- well, acts by those because she does speak truth when it talks about different issues that they don't disagree with. And I'm really outraged. That they don't disagree with? What kind of gobbly? What? This is. We're, this is like another one of those talk tell by, by uh, T-Mac here. Hang on. When it talks about different issues that they don't disagree with. You talk about different issues that they don't disagree with. Uh, that doesn't make any and sense. And that makes no sense. Of course it makes no sense. Either does this entire thing. I, I'm just wondering, should we be upset that a congressman says some people did something? I mean, 454-1366, 454-1366, is it, is it just convenient or a coincidence that the congressman who said this happens to be of the of the uh, Islam of as a law, uh, Islam faith? Does that should that concern us that she's standing there talking to the Council of Islamic Relations and won't point out that the very people in her own faith are the ones who did this in the name of her faith? Why wouldn't she come out and say those guys have nothing to do with my faith? Why wouldn't the first thing she say is? These men who destroyed these buildings on September 11th are nothing to do with Islam. She never said that. She went on the attack and said that America was now oppressing her when she is a congressman in the United States of America. America's oppressing her, then she should she should move on. If America is so bad, by the way, she's a refugee. She should know of all things that Islam is is responsible for much of the evil that has happened. She should be one of the first to say America is the greatest country to come where I'm not prosecuted and persecuted and abused. She should also realize that her party is the cause of the tension between people in this country. They stir, stir in the pot, stir in the pot. Look at what, you know, they attacked the president. The conservative side that voted the president in the office didn't attack Obama like this. I mean, her party is a big part of a problem in America today. They need to see things. They're not uniting. Yeah. They need to see things a different way. We need to put things back together the way it was way back when we have a right to argue our point of view and, and our constituents want us to do so to make a better government, but not not the way it is right now, not the well, way the, we're, the Democrats, we're going. The Democrats have told us that we're evil. You heard her. We're the ones who separate um, people out because of the color of their skin or the gender, which is, which is a lie and divisive. Very. So the Democratic Party has told America, the Democrats tell America that we're racist, that we're, that we're bad for the country, that we're evil. That stirs division. Doesn't help us. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Get Kavanaugh off campus! Get Kavanaugh off campus! They're all talking. Whoa, you're right. That's so scary. We should try that too. Maybe it'd be scary back at them. Okay, but we got a plan we're going to say first. Otherwise, it won't be scary. It'll just be stupid. The left is uh, tripping over themselves to see who's going to tax the most. 
Elizabeth Warren, who's running for, for president, proposed a new $1 trillion tax on the most profitable companies in America. Isn't she the non-Native American woman? That's right. That's her. That's her. Warren has, uh, impo- would, would like to impose a surtax on companies that earn over $100 million per year. And she might give you an Indian head penny, Indian head penny if you vote for her. The first 100, here's, here's her benevolent self who cares so much. She goes, the first 100 million is left alone. But then I'm going to step in. For every dollar of profit above 100 million, I'm going to tax that corporation 7%. Now, many of you may think that's a good thing. That's a lot of money. They don't need all that money. They don't need all that money. I just love the attitude of the big government left, who, by the way, hates big government when Trump's in charge, but loves it when they're in charge. And we always preach smaller government, less government, a restricted federal government that doesn't impose and take our freedom. This is the exact person you should fear. Elizabeth Warren is more scary to me than any company that makes $100 million per year or more. The companies that make that kind of money, They're I'm a customer, I can decide. Exactly. They're employing people. Exactly. What did Elizabeth Warren offer America? Nothing, except she's a thief. She will take from these companies and show you how compassionate she is with other people's money to win your vote. And she's dishonest. That is a fact. The lady is dishonest. Check us out. Yep. Check us out. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. There we archive our shows, have a link to us, our bios, all that. Facebook Live, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly there. All right, coming up, hate crime hearing in the in the Congress. It's a joke. Wait till you hear the clips from this. They're phenomenal. You'll love it. Don't miss it. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. And children, if your parents haven't been teaching you what it means to be an American, let them know and nail them on it. That would be a very American thing to do. Just after 5.34, we are outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left as I can get. Is Richard Lee. You're much closer now, which is a good thing. You were talking so fast in the camera, you look like a little squirrel eating some nuts. Little mm-hmm. squirrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the uh, the kings and queens Rocky squirrel. in the in the uh, far off land <laughs> surrounded by a beltway we call Washington D.C. summoned summoned those who have been affected by hate crimes summoned because they had to have a hate crimes hearing because most of them are fake and and made up like Jesse Smollett. Well, let me ask you a question: If they were summoned, what about all of the you know seven heads of the biggest banks in the United States were summoned? And what that was hatred. That is hatred. You know, Al Green. Yeah, Congressman Al Green. Speaking to them the way he did, it's like kiss my ring before you leave that's the building. That's how they spoke here. That's exactly yeah, what that's, they did. That's a hate crime. At this hate crime. It's going to be a hate crime. That's a hate crime. No, here's the thing. Crime there's, they got called in. Here's what in that need, manner. Here's what we need to understand. There's no such thing as a hate crime. This is ridiculous. We have gone down this path of social political correctness that somehow we've all accepted that there's things called a hate crime. There's not. There are crimes 
people do things against people, and they should be punished to the full extent of the law. But a hate crime tries to add more punishment to it. If you kill someone because of a hate crime, what's the extra punishment? Somebody tell me. I mean, do you get the death penalty twice? I mean, it's, it's absurd. There's no such thing as a hate crime. Now, what's great about what I'm about to play for you is Candace Owens from Talking Points, um, uh, Talking Points USA hammers these elite Democrats sitting on a throne high above her. Listen to how she just takes them apart limb by limb. During my formative years, I had the privilege of growing up in my grandfather's home. It's going to shock the committee, but not once, not in a single breath of a conversation, did my grandfather tell me that I could not do something because of my skin color. Wow. Not once did my grandfather hold a gripe against the white man. I was simply never taught to view myself as a victim because of my heritage. She's a black woman, and she is nailing this. She is saying this is ridiculous what has happened in our country. It really she's, is. She's in a congressional hearing on hate crimes, and she's got an audience, and this is phenomenal. She continues. I, I learned about faith in God, family, and hard work. Those were the only lessons of my childhood. You know, what if that was true in America? What if we had a group of politicians called Democrats who went out to their constituents and said, you live in the greatest country on the planet there's nothing you can't do. Believe in God, believe in yourself, get a, get a great education, get married and have children in that order, and you will be successful. If we had a party that did that, our country would look different. Most of that uh, party, unfortunately, has a very negative, I don't know you don't want to say negative, a negative mindset. They have a- Of America. A less than positive mindset. They can't go around and talk good of the nation- that they live in, that they've grown up in, they can't, they, they can't do it. It's a shame. Candace Owens continues, listen to this. You, this is great that it was actually said face-to-face on liberal Democrats in Congress. There isn't a single adult today that in good conscience would make the argument that America is a more racist or a more white nationalist society than it was when my grandfather was growing up. No kidding. And yet we're hearing these terms sent around today because what they want to say is that brown people need to be scared, which seems to be the narrative that we hear every four years right ahead of a presidential election. Nobody. Which is so sad. Nobody can make the argument that America's more racist today than it was when she grew up. Nobody can make that argument. And she nails it right in the face of these people. I, I think they want it to be more racist. Of course they do. You know, I, I really do, especially the, the elected officials like Al Green. Right. Listen to her next take on this. And this is, this is the most amazing thing. To have a woman who is a black woman stand up to the face of liberal Democrats and say, you are using people, you are abusing people, and you're making America look bad when it's not. She continues here. This is priceless. Here are some things we never hear. 75% of the black boys in California don't meet state reading standards. In inner cities like Baltimore, within five high schools and one middle school, not a single student was found to be proficient in math or reading in 2016. Mm -hmm. The single single motherhood rate in the black community, which was at 23% in the 1960s when my grandfather was coming up, is at a staggering 74% today. I am guessing there will be no committee hearings about that. There are more black babies born, there are more black babies aborted than born alive in cities like New York. And you have Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo lighting up buildings to celebrate late term abortions. 
I could go on and on. My point is that white nationalism, white nationalism did not do any of those things that I just brought up. Democrat policies did. Wow. White nationalism, what they're talking about, hate crimes, did nothing to these things she laid out. Democrat policies did. She said this in front of Democrats in the House hate crimes hearing. Wow, this was awesome. I wish you could see more of it. Here's another taste. She continues. Let me be clear. The hearing today is not about white nationalism or hate crimes. It's about fear-mongering, power, and control. Right. It's a preview of a Democrat 2020 election strategy, same as the Democrat 2016 election strategy. What they won't tell you about this, the statistics and the rise of white nationalism is that they've simply changed the data set points by widening the definition of hate crimes and upping the number of reporting agencies that are able to report on them. What I mean In to- other words, it's a lie. Hate crimes exactly. are, are not on a rise. There's not more of them. Quit thinking America's evil and full of hate. America's the opposite of that. Look how you live in your life. Look at it. The way you live in your life, you don't see any of this. All, but all you hear from politicians is how bad it is. Why don't you hear about this this lady on on uh, the national stage with all of the media? Why don't they pound her story? They're not going to. It's not. It's not in their Interest. business model say is that they're manipulating statistics. If they actually were concerned about white nationalism, they would be holding hearings on Antifa, a far-left, violent white gang who determined one day in Philadelphia in August that I, a black woman, was not fit to sit in a restaurant. They chased me out. Listen they to yelled race traitor to a group of black and Hispanic police officers who formed a line to protect me from their ongoing assaults. They threw water at me. They threw eggs at me. And the leftist media remained silent on it. Exactly. If they were serious about the rise of hate crimes, they may perhaps be examining themselves and the hate that they have drummed up in this country. Bottom line is that white supremacy, racism, white nationalism, words that once held real meaning, have now become nothing more than election strategies. Every four years, the black community is offered handouts and fear. Handouts and fear. Reparations and white nationalism. This is the Democrat preview. And it's a shame. Thank you, Candace Owens. Unbelievable. Thank you, Candace Owens, for being having a backbone and taking this thing head on. Trey from Midlothian, you're on AM eight twenty and FM ninety two point seven with the Lee brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for taking my call. I just have a quick comment. Uh, I really enjoy your show, but I just was wondering if I disliked somebody for being stupid, would that be a hate crime? Uh, well, I no, I don't think that's certainly not a hate crime. I mean, could you just dislike them? It's not that's against it. the law to dislike someone. Well, I just see all these politicians that are just blatantly ignorant and are Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. I just listen to you guys, and you're such a good beacon of good sense. Hey, thank so. you. That's the first one I heard of that. But thank you very much, That's pretty Trey. Cool. Thank you, Trey. Yeah, thanks for the call. I appreciate that. Make sure you get an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. You need one. Hang on the line, yeah. and uh, Mark will get your Mark information. Mark will get you a bumper sticker. Oh, he's gone already? Darn it. Have to call back, Trey. Yeah, I have to call back. We'll get him an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. By the way, that's a that's a big thing. I mean, to be part of the Lee Brother family, you got to go through a test. And we weren't able to give you the test, but we got a pretty good sense of where you are. So welcome to the household. You need a... I am an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker on the back of your car. Trey, thanks for the call. And we share your frustrations uh, very much. It's just, it's unbelievable. We long for the time when American politicians would come to the microphone and say, 
welcome to America. It's the best place to be. Do we have issues? Yes. But America is not racist. America is not full of hate. It's not. And you can look at all these places. It's not. But there is a group of people who are vested in anger. They're vested in hate. They're vested in America failing so they can get elected and look better. They've been saying it all along. Every election is the same conversation. You are mistreated by people. Vote for me. I'll fix it. It's preposterous. And it's un-American, in my opinion. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Liberty is too precious a thing to be buried in books, Miss Saunders. Men should hold it up in front of them every single day of their lives and say, I'm free to think and to speak. My ancestors couldn't. I can and my children will. Jimmy Stewart. That's what it sounded like. Remember when actors loved America? Right, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Uh, Abby Spanberger, Congression, uh, Congressman Abby Span. We call her Abby. Her name's Abigail, but we're close with her. Um, Abby uh, Spanberger is has a Henrico County Town Hall on Thursday of this week coming up, 7 o'clock to 8 at the J.R. Tucker High School. Just want to give you some heads up on that. Now, the left went to Bratz and a booed prayer and booed national anthem and booed God and booed uh, tax cuts and booed less regulation. So uh, I wonder how her town hall is going to be. You think they're going to show up? People, No, conservatives don't do that. The liberals are radicals. They protest. They interrupt. Uh, Republicans may go there and, and conservatives, and they'll be polite. They'll ask questions. So I, I trust Abigail Spanberger's town hall will be much more cordial and polite than the one she sat in and, uh, and booed God in front of Dave Brat. So we'll see how her Unbelievable. town hall goes on Thursday at, uh, at J.R. Tucker High School, Thursday night, 7 to 8 p.m. She sent out an email. Only an hour. Oh, she can not much it. time for yeah, questioning. Not, not much at all. Um, but she did send an email to us today, Richard. She did. Yeah. Did you see the email? Yeah, the the one where she claims to have lowered prescription drug She's prices. She's working. She's working to lower prescription drug prices. I love the left on this. You know, have you ever stopped to ask why drug prices are the price they are? Does anyone really care about that, or they just think they're evil companies? Is it, who's going to raise their hand at the town hall and say, "Can I ask a question"? You're working to lower prescription drug prices. What exactly are you doing, and how is it going to lower prescription drug prices? Because I personally buy 30-plus prescription drugs a month just to stay alive. Right. I yep. take handfuls of pills, as you know. Right. Uh, and I have to. Right. Um, but I, you know what? Here's the deal. And I've heard you complain about the cost of them, which you They you went do up this year. Because they're expensive. They've gone but here, up. But here's the difference, though. The difference is, you know, you're not a victim who walks around and goes, the pharmaceutical companies are out to get me. No, they're, they're trying not. to kill me. Do you know what the pharmaceutical companies are doing? They're investing hundreds of millions of dollars in finding a cure for the diseases Americans have inside a free market with the hope and the trust that once they find that cure, they can be compensated for it. So the left doesn't understand that. Rather, they, they would punish a pharmaceutical company and rather not even have the drug, apparently. But Abigail Spanberger says she's proud to introduce a bill that increases transparency and accountability 
for the pricing practices. What does that well, look like? First of all, the drug companies are independent corporations, and she's going to, she has no right None. to tell the general public how they price their drugs. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. like going into a store and say, I'm going to tell everybody what the cost is of everything in here. You can't because do I'm that. a politician and I have right. power. Right. You can't do that. Uh, I don't you know. can't do that. Well, it's just funny that some people think they can. I would Abigail like for Spanberger drugs to be thinks less. she can. She thinks she can. And by the way, this is a compassionate thing, though. She, her heart is bigger than her brain. Her heart is bigger than ours, Richard. She cares more than you and me. Apparently. Don't you see? Apparently. I can't wait till she goes around and tells the grocery stores, you have to tell people what you yeah, paid for yeah, exactly. it. And the or, car dealership, you have to pay people what you really paid for this car. Or to even tell a pharmaceutical manufacturer how to charge for their product. They can't. There's no way they can do that. One way to lower drug prices. There's one way. This isn't a socialist or communist society, yet. Abby. Yet. You can't do it. Yeah, yet is right. Scary. There, there is a way to lower prescription drug prices. There is a way. There, there is a way. You Shoplifting? Can, you, you, can, you can steal them. Sure. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but what you can do is, is reduce the regulations and the FDA stupidity that they have hoops at the jump through that cost them more money to produce these drugs. Exactly. It's like we planned that. It was hilarious. Um, no, I'm serious. That you want, but you know what, Abby will never do that. She won't take money from pharmaceutical companies. The left always says they're mean and nasty people. They bring drugs Baloney. to save lives. And if they offer her a big nasty check, she's going to take that big nasty check. And put it in her coffer so she can try to hold on to that job right. she never should have had in the first place. By the way, in the remaining 30 seconds here, I wanted to just say that I think one of the coolest things that happened this week is this guy that bought this island in the middle of the James River. It's now An on island? A, yeah. Surrounded by water? Big water. Ocean water. Well, in this case, it's actually... Brackish water. It's, brack, you know, it's actually fresh water. It's not but, but I wonder if Trump will come talk about the island in the middle of the James River. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> hey, there's a there's an island here surrounded by water. Anyway, this guy bought this hey, island. Look. Listen, to this. he bought this island for like forty four thousand dollars. Him and a group of a, a bunch of other families. He's got all kinds of things on it for camping. You can rent this on Airbnb and stay the night on their campsite on an island in the middle of the James River in Richmond, Virginia. That is freaking cool. That's very cool. That is very cool. I plan on participating in this some form or fashion, uh, but that is awesome. You can camp on the island. Uh, surrounded by water. <laughs> exactly. Big water. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 Ocean WNTW 92.7 FM. This is an island surrounded by water, water. big water, ocean <laughs> water, ocean river water. water. All right, that's a wrap. River water. It's a wrap. I know. Oh. <laughs> it's an island wrap. An island surrounded, surrounded by water. Surrounded by pineapple. All right, so and the, So the best part of the show today? Lemons and limes. The best part? Al Green and his gargoyle twin. Al Green. Here's Al Green. The I would perceive that the seven of you have something in common. You appear to be white men. White. Absurd. Absolutely the I, absurd. The I. Yeah. He's like, he's the I. <laughs> the I would not lie. We should make him a big. I'm uncomfortable. Exactly. We should make him a big styrofoam I hat. 
All right, go back and uh, listen to the show. You can find it at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you to our page where we podcast. You can go back and listen to Al Green make stupid comments and all the rest of the uh, the show today. Jam-packed full of stuff. Thanks for listening. And uh, 820theanswer.com, two great videos. Just click on the Lee Brothers once you get there. It takes you directly to our page. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Drive carefully in your commute home this evening. And we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7, The Answer. You know, it's one thing I ain't got. It's a sense of humor. Wait, mother of Jefferson Davis. You stupid I've just about had enough of you. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.